0: Now, listen to Dyke Hewitt
1: Mills. By your spirit, we welcome you, Holy Spirit, to have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Tonight, we are continuing our. miracle wave convention are you glad to be here are you expecting God to bless you tonight hallelujah tonight is a night of supernatural blessings I said tonight is a night of supernatural blessings how many are going to go home with a supernatural blessing from the Lord hallelujah all right Isaac can you ensure that there are chairs arranged all Meet to John chapter 17 our theme for this convention is the doxa I said the doxa how many were not around yesterday give me a wave wonderful the doxa is the glory of God hallelujah and God is teaching us about his glory amen and he's bringing us To a place where his glory is manifested. Hallelujah. Now, the glory of a house is not in the concrete that has been poured into the building. Did you know that? Can somebody lower this fan a bit? Michael. A house. It's not in the cement blocks that have been laid. That's the beauty of the house. But the beauty or the glory of the house is in the finishing. You get it? There are some things that make it nice. Now, even though... I'll just turn it off. Even though um, so much money has been spent on... Um, the cement blocks the roofing sheets and so on we don't see the roofing sheets we don't see the concrete what I'm working on is steel because this platform is a steel platform there's a lot of money here in terms of concrete and iron rods and cement we spent a lot of money but Perhaps the carpet, we didn't spend so much money on it. You get it? And so, often you realize that people do not notice or know what has been spent. Because that is not the beautiful part. The thing that people see are the outside finishings. Hallelujah. And so, God has something in his church and for his people, which also is what he calls the glory. Amen. The glory of the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, whoever fixed the fan should just come and turn it off. Thank you. Now, God wants us to have his beauty in his house. And when the glory is in the church, there will be a lot of attraction Amen. Now, I didn't say there would be a lot of understanding because many of the things that are beautiful, you may not even understand. And so we need to find out what makes God's house glorious. And in John chapter 17, verse 22, I want us to read together. It says, And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as. We are one. Hallelujah. And what is that glory? Now when we studied yesterday, we realized that Jesus uh, told Mary and Martha that, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory? Amen. And when he spoke about that, did did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of the doxa? He was talking about the fact that he was about to raise the dead. Amen. He was talking, the glory he was speaking of was speaking of the fact that he was about to raise the dead. He was about to operate in three or four powerful gifts or manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And that is all that Jesus did. Because you see, you must understand that Jesus Christ, even though he was the Son of God was operating by the Holy Spirit. You know, many people think that Christ was the Son of God, so He was God. So all that He did, you know, was He did that because He was God. No. He did what He did because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit on Him. Because the Bible says that He stripped Himself of all glory, He took upon Himself the form of a man, the form of a servant, He humbled Himself and he became of no reputation In other words he stripped himself of everything That he had with the father Thinking not Himself being, of being equal With God he, did, he, took, he left all those things And just stripped himself and came down as a mere man And so when he was walking On this earth he was just a man That's why he kept on referring to himself As the son of man Alright and so he didn't do any Miracles he had no power Until one day the Holy Spirit came upon him in Luke chapter 4 when he went into the wilderness and he came back and he came for water baptism and at the same day that he was baptized in water he was baptized in and with the power of the Holy Spirit and John the Baptist had been told by a word of knowledge or by vision or by whatever that whosoever he sees the Spirit of God coming upon in the form of a dove or bodily, that is he who is to come. And so when John the Baptist was baptizing him and then he saw this dove descending on him and hearing a voice, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased and so on, he knew immediately that this was the person. And then immediately after that, Christ at the age of about 30 began to preach and began to do miracles and all sorts of things. Are you listening to me? Now we ...who are here on earth... right? ...2,000 years later... ...are also just mere men... ...and God has given us... ...the same Holy Spirit... ...you know, you will realize... ...if you read through the Bible... ...you will realize that the, the reason... ...behind the miracles... ...the secret behind the miracles... ...the secret behind whatever it was... ...that God did through Jesus... ...was the Holy Spirit... ...you'll find the Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38... ...how God anointed jesus christ of nazareth with the holy ghost who went about doing good and healing all healing all doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil and you can see clearly that the anointing it was because of the anointing upon him that he was doing good and healing people who were oppressed of the devil another point jesus's very first sermon uh, in his hometown, he stood up and he preached and the Bible says he opened the Bible and said the spirit of the Lord, he read it out, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has now anointed me to preach to teach, to heal the brokenhearted to open the doors of the prison, to set the captives free to lose them that are blind and bound by the devil so you realize that Christ did these things because of the presence of the spirit of God upon him so in the days and occasions where he raised the the dead, you find out that Jesus stood there, not just by himself, but with the anointing of the Spirit, which you and I have also today, and which you can have. Hallelujah. I said you can have, and I see God anointing you with that same power. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, there are several people here who are going to raise the dead in your life and in your ministry. Amen. There are several pastors here who today... People don't regard them, but you are going to be regarded as the years go by in Jesus' name. Because I want you to know that as we preach and teach about these things, God is going to make them more and more available to all of us. Are you listening to me? And so when Jesus stood there, it was the Spirit which was upon him. And so right there, three of the listed manifestations of the Spirit operated in him. The first was the gift of faith. To be able to stand even in front of the dead and speak to a dead body. Man. As a man. Man. If you ever see a dead person, you'll realize how useless and hopeless he or she or the situation is. I've seen dead people many, many times. It is one of the most hopeless and helpless things to stand before a dead body of someone you love. It's just useless. The person is just dead. There's nothing you can do about it. It's just a dead person. You can keep injection, money, anything. The person is dead. There's something. And Jesus stood in front of the dead body and said, daughter, young lady, I say unto you, arise. (laughs) Hallelujah. That in itself, the act of going there in itself is the gift of faith. If you read the list, there are nine. The first three, interpretation of tongues, tongues, and prophecy. The second three, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits. The last three, gifts of faith, working of miracles, and gifts of healing. These are the nine manifestations of panerosis of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Are you listening to me? Okay. And so, Jesus operated in three. And when he spoke to the girl, he was also calling back her spirit from wherever it had gone to heaven or hell the Bible says the rich man died and in hell he lifted up his eyes the Bible says that the poor man Lazarus he died and the angels carried him to Abraham's bosom so when you die you will be transported somewhere so wherever he had been transported when Jesus Jesus stood over the body and said I say unto you arise he was telling the angels if the angels are the ones who have taken the spirit to wherever he was commanding the angels Return right now Reopen the doors and return If it was to hell He was saying release From that place right now I say unto you return So wherever those places are They heard the sound of a command They could not resist A command that was backed with power and authority I say unto you Arise Hallelujah and so Jesus operated by the gift of faith and then also by the working of miracle, which another effect of the anointing, the manifestation of the anointing, that is raising of the dead, especially the dead which has been dead for some time. Because when somebody's been dead for some time, the body is decomposed. You don't need healing. Medicine cannot cure that. The body is spoiled. It is becoming dust. I remember when the Chinese prime minister or premier died years ago, also not too long ago, he, they, they, they cremated him and then they flew over a river or the sea and they just blew out his ashes. You know, that's you and I, nothing. So it's just like being converted into the powder, you are being converted from the powder form back into the human being form. That's a miracle. Amen. I said that is a miracle. Okay, so that was the manifestation of the working of miracles. And then thirdly, the manifestation of the gifts of healings, which also had to be because Lazarus was sick and he died. The Jairus daughter was sick and they died. They didn't die of a car accident. There were no cars in those days. And even if it was a car accident and they had died, there was some damage to the body. That is why they they would die. And so whatever it was that killed them, they were healed of that thing, as well, so that they could be alive. Otherwise, they would die immediately as soon as the body is recomposed and starts living. The same thing that killed them three hours ago will kill them immediately. Are you listening to me? Okay. So these were the manifestations of the power of God and Jesus. Before He did those things, He said, "And um, did I not tell you that you will see the doctor? Did I not say that you will see the doctor?" I said, I don't say that you see the glory. Look, I tell you something there is nothing more beautiful than these things in the house of the Lord. Working of miracles, gifts of healings. I mean, when people have cancer and they are dying and God works a miracle and they are healed, there's nothing more supernatural, there's nothing more powerful, there's nothing more beautiful than seeing. You know, when I went to Colombia, I had about 25 bodyguards with me. They went with me everywhere. They were speaking their language, motor rollers. I was riding a bulletproof car and so on. And um, these were people who were unbelievers, the moto, motorcycle riders on my left, on the right, behind me, and so on because it was a very dangerous place and they particularly want to kill pastors. And so as, by the time we were leaving, all these soldiers with their guns and everything gave their lives to Jesus Christ. I remember, I remember praying with them. They would say, pray for us. Pray for us. Leader, I, will, I led all of them to Christ with their guns and their everything. Man. And they said to me, we have never seen anything like this before. We have not seen anything like this. people who are in wheelchairs coming out of the wheelchairs. People who are blind, seen. I mean, people who are dead coming to life. They were watching. They were my guards but, and they were unbelievers but, And they watched the glory of God And I tell you when you see the glory of God You'll be attracted to come in And say what is it that you have I want to have it I want to see it I want, to, I want it to be with me But the glory is not in what you wear the glory is not in the paint on the building. The glory is not in the carpet. The glory is in these manifestations of the power, of the glory, of working of miracles, of seeing of visions and revelations and, and, and the anointing for healings and, and the gift of faith, being able to command and things happen. That is where the glory is. And Jesus, Jesus said to his disciples, I, I, this death, this person who's died is, is for the glory of God. It's for the doctor. And I see that are entering and rolling in waves and waves and waves over the church. Hallelujah. Now, there is another group of things which are not in that list. You see, the Bible has been given to us. We have the Old Testament and the New Testament. Now, the New Testament in Corinthians gives us a list of things that happen when the Holy Ghost is with us. Turn with me to Second Corinthians chapter 3. tonight is a night of manifestations of the power of the Holy Ghost 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 verse 7 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 verse 7 now, Second Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 7 to verse 18 speak about the doxa. The word you see glory, glorious is doxa and doxos is all the same. Glory, beauty, splendor, majesty, dignity, honor, gorgeousness of the church. Might. Amen. Now it goes on and it says in verse 7 if the ministration of death written and engraven in stones was glorious the doxa that if under Moses' time there was glory amen so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his for, there's a, the word again doxa of his countenance which doxa was to be done away how shall not the ministration of the spirit be rather glorious or full of doxa the ministration of the Holy Ghost or the anointing of the spirit is what brings the glory and the beauty to the church because you see we are all human beings I can speak under my own inspiration and my own intelligence and it is not glorious You can speak and there's no difference between yourself and a school teacher. You can stand and talk and there will be no difference between you and a a lecturer. But when you speak under the anointing of the Spirit, there is glory. There is doxa. Hallelujah. I see the doxa coming all over your life. And that's by the ministration of the Holy Ghost. The ministration of the Holy Spirit is doxa. There is glory. There is glory. There is glory. Glory all over you. Beauty, dignity, honor sweetness, the power, and you can sense something, you see, and that is what causes the attraction There are people who don't understand why are there young boys and young girls in the church can't they go to discos, why don't they go and dance, why don't they do something else you know, sometimes some of the older people don't understand, when they see us going to church they think, man, it must be crazy you know, they think that you know we are coming to do something bad in church there are many people who would not let their children go to church, because they think You know, the children are going to sleep with the pastors. Ashes, can we get some more chairs outside there? There are people standing up, please. You'll find out that people would not want their children even to go to church because they think, oh, your daughters are going to sleep with people in the church. They are doing all sorts of things. Of course, some of these things do happen and have happened before. But the vast majority, are you understanding what I'm saying? Come to serve the Lord. They, they serve the Lord Jesus and you see young people I mean I can see mostly young people sitting here Where do, why, why are we here man we found something more glorious than Guinness and than club, uh, 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 club. what is it Club, uh? Club. we found something nicer something more dignified something more splendid and attractive and beautiful that's what causes us to be here and to gather like this And the Bible says it's the ministration of the Spirit of the Lord that causes this doxa to be there. And so all ministers must take note that no matter how much you teach and how much you preach, the ministration of the Spirit of God brings about a certain glory. I said it brings about a certain glory. And I see that glory coming into the house of the Lord. Amen. Now let's go on. Verse 9. For if the ministration of condemnation be doxa, again, it's the same word in the Greek, if the ministration of condemnation be doxa or glory, how much more does the ministration of righteousness exceed in the doxa? (laughs) Are you understanding what I'm saying? The ministration of the Holy Ghost is going to be more powerful than everything that we saw under the reign of Moses. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. What verse are we on? Verse 10. For even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect by reason of the glory that excelleth. For if that which is done away was glorious, much more that which remaineth is glorious. Hallelujah. Amen. So, ladies and gentlemen, you will see right here that... The glory of the Lord is revealed, is manifested, is released by the Spirit of the Lord. Now, I want us to look in the Old Testament a bit and see some examples where the Spirit of the Lord moved. Amen. Turn with me to Exodus chapter 16. Uh, The ashes, I want to suggest that you put chairs out there by the cars. Isaac. Exodus chapter 16 Exodus chapter 16 And we want to read Verse 7 And in the morning Then ye shall see the glory Of the Lord For that he heareth your murmurings against the Lord and what are we that ye murmur against us? Moses was talking to his members, his church members verse 10 and it came to pass as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel that they looked toward the wilderness amen and behold the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud tonight The title of my message is See the Glory. See the Doxa. Hallelujah. See the Doxa. God wants us to get to the point where we can see it. We can feel it. We can experience it. We can touch it. Hallelujah. I feel it coming into the house in Jesus' name. The Bible says the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. Turn to Exodus chapter 40. I want you to see there are so many examples where the Bible teaches that the glory of the Lord appeared. And if the glory appeared in those days, then the Bible says the ministration of the Spirit is more glorious. Amen. Exodus chapter 40. And we're going to read verse 34. Let's read verse 33. And he read up the court around the tabernacle of the altar and set up the hanging of the court gate. So Moses finished the work. And then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Now, you see, these people were talking about something that they could feel. Amen. Something that they could actually see and feel and taste and experience. And they said that that glory filled the house. Now today, the house is you and I. Amen. You and I make up the house of the Lord. Amen. And so, in verse 34, the Bible says, Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon, and the glory of the Lord filled the the tabernacle and when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle the children of Israel went onward in all their journeys hallelujah how many would like the glory of the Lord to enter the church so that we cannot even physically move move around how many want that you see there is a point at which God's doxa and glory and power affects you so that physically something begins to happen to you Now I want to say something right here Most of us believe about God In a pie in the sky type of way He is out there One day when we die We will all eat the pie in the sky We will eat of God Who is in heaven one day But let me tell you something If you and I do not believe In God who is real Who can be touched Can be felt Let me tell you what's going to happen We will never experience miracles We will never, all those manifestations of the spirit, never. Because healing is a physical thing. Your body gets physically ill. So for it to be physically healed, there must be, um, something must come out of the realm of the spirit and actually affect something physically. So if we don't believe in such things, then we are cutting ourselves totally from healings, from miracles, from any of those things, working on miracles, gifts of healings, seeing of visions, etc. Because we are we are just cutting ourselves out. Because we are as far as we are saying, God remain in your compartment of the spirits, and we will remain in our compartment here as natural, fleshly, physical beings. So you remain as a spiritual entity, and we don't want to get into any. Kind of a natural experience. How many understand what I'm saying? So we must believe in a God whom we can even touch. Wow. I said, wow. I said, we must believe in a God whom we must be able to place our hands on and actually see the glory and actually feel the glory. The woman with the issue of blood. She believed that whatever was spiritual could come into the physical world and something physically could happen. If you don't believe in that, then at least you're not believing the same God that we are believing. She believed that the spiritual realm can shift and become tangible and become practical so that she could actually feel. And the Bible said when she touched it and she believed then it moved from that compartment. You see, I want you to know something. God is a spirit. There is power. There is glory. There are things. They are all in one compartment. We have to believe and open our hearts and our spirit so that those things will move from that place and come into the physical realm where we are living so that we experience the glory. The Bible said, the glory filled the tabernacle and Moses could not enter his church. And if, this is the ministration of condemnation It is called the ministration of condemnation Because in the Old Testament Any mistake you make you are condemned But in the New Testament when you make mistakes God does not condemn you I said God does not condemn you We have grace, we have the love of God We have the mercy of God Up to a point point. And so We have what we call The ministration of The spirit The ministration of mercy Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Turn with me in your Bible to Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 9. Leviticus chapter 9 verse 4. It says... Also a bullock and a ram for peace offerings To sacrifice before the Lord And a meat offering Mingled with oil For today the Lord will do what? The Lord will do what? The Lord will do what? He will appear The Lord will appear How many want the Lord to appear? Wow, I see him appearing to you How many would like the Lord really to appear? You know, I like that testimony Papa Hagen gave He was in church praying, they were having just a prayer meeting and as he was sitting on the stage in a small church, praying I think it was his church, his wife was not well, and as he prayed he suddenly turned to his right and Jesus was standing there wow, how many would like to be in church and when you turn to your right the Lord Jesus is talking to you about something, man how many want the appearance of the glory the appearance of the glory Visions and so on They are all part of the glory when the, bab- when the shepherds Watching the flock by night When they saw The Bible says that the glory of the Lord should The docks are the same word The docks are shown around them And the angels appeared And they said glory In all those words that they said The Christmas thing that we all know They said the Lord is, is coming The glory of the Lord has come Christ is coming to this earth It was all part of the glory Hallelujah Let's read Leviticus chapter 9 verse 6 And Moses said this is the thing which the Lord commanded that ye should do and the glory of the Lord shall appear unto you how many want the glory of the Lord to appear unto us verse 23 and Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle of the congregation and came out and blessed the people and once again and the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the people this glory seemed to be appearing all the time Without any provocation It just seems to appear If the Old Testament people Could have the glory appearing Then you and I can have the glory Appearing at any time that we want it Numbers chapter 14, quickly Numbers chapter 14 And look at verse 10 But all the congregation Bade Stoned them with stones they wanted to stone Moses and as usual the pastor was under fire and the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel how many notice that the glory has appeared once again most of us think that the glory only appeared when Solomon was dedicating his temple But the glory was appearing all the time. When Moses was ministering, when Moses was the pastor, a glory, just any small thing, the glory appears. Small reaction or the glory will come. A time is going to come. Any service at all before we realize the glory has appeared in the church. We just come to church. We are doing something. The glory has appeared. The glory has appeared. I see the glory appearing in our lives. Numbers chapter 20. And verse 6. And Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly... Unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation And they fell upon their faces And the glory of the Lord appeared unto them Amen So you see that under the ministry of Moses There was a lot of the appearance of the glory of God in the ministry Now turn with me to Second Chronicles chapter 5 That is what most of us know When we talk about the glory of God appeared we all know 2nd Chronicles chapter 5 and so let's go to that because I'm sure that some people have been wondering when I'm going to read Chronicles (laughs) chapter 5 Amen the glory of the Lord I said the glory of the Lord Now How many know that when the glory of the Lord appears Anything can happen Some people wonder why people fall down Under the power Why people scream Why some people shake Why some people cry Why some people laugh Whatever I want to tell you that Even I believe that For safety, of course, we have to take things that are in the Bible. But I believe that absolutely anything, including dying, can happen when the glory of the Lord appears. Oh yes, because the Lord has said, no one can see my glory and live. So I believe that almost anything can happen. And that is why you see sometimes people experience all kinds of reactions when the glory of the Lord is really... In manifestation And truly it is a sign and a wonder Because people watch Look and they wonder What is this? Why? Why? Why is this person screaming? Why is this person shaking? What is happening? When you look at it closely You realize that something is happening to the people Of course there are some people who Pretend or whatever But there are you can see clearly that something is happening Amen 2nd Chron- Chronicles chapter 5 And we're going to read about the glory there. Thus all the work of Solomon was made, for the house of the Lord was finished. And Solomon brought in all things that David his father had dedicated, and the silver, and the gold, and all the instruments put he among the treasures of the house of the Lord. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel, and all the heads of the tribes, amen, and the chiefs of the fathers of the children, to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David which is Zion wherefore all the men of Israel assembled themselves unto the king in the feast which was in the seventh month and the elders came in and they brought the ark verse 6 and also King Solomon and all the congregation were assembled before the ark and they sacrificed sheep and the priest brought in the ark verse 8 verse 9 And verse 10 there was nothing in the ark save the two tables. Verse 11. And it came to pass, when the priests were come out of the holy place, for all the priests that were present were sanctified, and did, then, did not then wait by course. Also the Levites, which were the singers, all of them, Asaph of Haman, Jeduthun, and their sons, being arrayed in white linen and having cymbals and psalteries and harps, these are the instrumentalists, stood at the east end of the altar and with them a hundred and twenty priests sounding with trumpets. They had a lot of instrumentalists. 120. And it came to pass that as the trumpeters and the singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voices with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and praised the Lord saying, "For he is good, and his mercy endures forever." That then, you see, the Bible is going to great detail to explain what they did before the glory appeared. In Moses' time, Moses was the one under a lot of stress And so God kept on defending Moses With the glory But In this case Solomon was an established king He had inherited from his father He didn't have such problems of orangus And people worrying him Trying to kill him all the time Moses had those problems But Solomon was not And so there was no real need for the glory to appear But Solomon did something That made the glory of the Lord appear And it says In verse 13 that for he is good and his message endured forever That then the house Was filled with a cloud Even the house of the Lord Verse 14 So that the priests could not stand To minister By reason of the cloud For the glory of the Lord Had filled the house of God Amen. Hallelujah How many want that glory to come into the house? <laughs> good It's good that you want it Chapter 7 verse 1 Now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the house. And the priests could not enter the house of the Lord, because the glory of the Lord had filled the house. Hallelujah. And when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down, And the glory of the Lord upon the house They bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement And worshipped and praised the Lord saying For he is good and his mercy endures forever Amen Now the Bible says they could not enter So that means that if this area where the choir was Was the house of the Lord The priest came to enter They They couldn't go this way, from here, from here onwards, they couldn't enter, physically do you understand what I'm saying? physically, something which was spiritual had come into a physical the physical world, and physically they couldn't cross this area the Bible says that the priest couldn't stand it's not that they were, they they couldn't stand again They couldn't stand so they were on the floor because they couldn't stand you see people ask why do people fall because they can't stand (laughs) why do people fall because they can't stand and you see I want you to understand that God he does things in a way and the Bible says the things that are written are written for our example so that we can learn if it's a good thing, we learn from the good. If it was a bad thing, we learn, and not to do it. But, Pastor Andy, I want you to see that this glory is available to us, because the Bible says, if that glory, ministration of death and condemnation, there was glory, how much more our time. So, what one needs to ask ourselves, why is it that we have not seen so much of the glory? but I believe we are going to see much, and you see when I say the glory see, there are things that are beautiful when people fall under the power of the Holy Spirit it's beautiful when people are having experiences of God in the spirit it's beautiful we, we, these are things we need to encourage these are things we need to preach about it's not supernatural, it's not spiritism it's Bible when people begin to shake under the power of the Holy Spirit we must, we must look and marvel and not say that many of you. We must look and say, Wow, as ministers and pastors, we must not despise it. We must not say, you see, and sometimes we've been guilty of that. God should please forgive us. And sometimes, because of the excesses that people take these things to them, sometimes because of the lack of the word, people don't get into the word. We somehow end up criticizing these things. But you must realize that these things are the glory. These are, this is the glory of the church. And when you take out the glory, you are left with more of a teaching center or more of a philosophical, ideological institute. But we need the glory. We need the glory at our crusades. We need the glory in our services. We need to have the glory so much so that you can come this way. You know, there was a time when Catherine Kuhlman was ministering. And she called for some two people who had come. She said, who has been here longest? You know, people used to wait for hours to come into the service. And when we say the hours, you know, <laughs> I've been to services where you, they queue, you see 4 a.m., 4 p.m. in the afternoon, people are queuing to come to church. The service, at, the service is at 7, the doors will open at 6, and people are standing there at 4 o'clock. I can to line to come into the, ser- to the church. Bread. Not to buy bread, hmm. Is there still a shortage of bread? Or is it better? Even if there is a shortage of bread for you, you will eat and you will, never, you will never lack in Jesus' name. Outside, you didn't hear what I said. You eat and you will never lack. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Catherine Kuma was ministering and as she was ministering, she said, who's been here waiting longest? And there were these people who were waiting and they had this powerful testimony said they should come so they were coming to see coming to the front say so come and as they came as they were coming you get it a wind you see we are talking about the glory of god a wind the doxa i'm talking about the doxa of god you see that makes the whole church supernatural it makes the whole church beautiful and wild it makes the place a wild place As they were coming, a wind started to blow. The people. The guy was wearing a coat, and his coat was flying like this inside the church. His coat was flying. He was coming, then it was like they couldn't come again. They couldn't come. We are talking about dogs are here. <laughs> but I want you to understand that God has a plan to bring this glory into the church. If you think it's just an Old Testament something you, you deceive it because I just read it to you from the but you will see Stephen turn with me to Acts chapter 7. Let me just keep your hand in Chronicles but let me just show you Acts chapter 7 quickly. Remember Stephen was the first martyr. He preached the gospel very hard. Acts chapter 7 he was preaching verse 51. He said something there. Politicians were angry. He said, you stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers. Verse 53, who received the law by disposition of angels and have not kept it. Verse 54, but when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. Verse 55, but he, being full of the Holy Ghost, Looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the doxa, the beauty, the glory of God, and Jesus standing on the right hand. Hallelujah. And he said, behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. And then they cried with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen calling upon God, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Hallelujah. And he kneeled down with the loud voice and cried, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. When he had said this, he fell asleep. <laughs> but notice verse 55. This was the vision he had. When, they, when was he... people don't like supernatural things. Because as soon as Stephen said, I have seen a vision, the people became, the Bible said they stopped their ears. Crying. Look at verse 55. He said, he looked up steadfast, looking in heaven, and saw the glory. The doxa. The the Greek word there is doxa. Of God. And Jesus standing on the right hand of God. And he said what he had seen. Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing We are talking about the doxa. We are talking about the glory. How many want the glory in the house? No, I'm serious. How many really want this glory to be here? How many want the power and the the, the power of the Spirit of God to be here? We need it. We need it. What a difference it's going to make. And you know, I'm going to be preaching about it more. I'm just starting at this convention and I'm going to be preaching I realize a long time since we had a miracle wave so everybody's a bit rusty but we we are going to have more miracle waves, amen and we're going to preach more about these things we need to hear them and we need to talk about them and we need to become open to them because you see Jesus himself knew that people people were not open to many of these things so that's why he taught before he healed sometimes he would just teach them the Bible says and they came to hear him and to be healed to hear him and to be healed, not just to be healed you, you can't just easily be healed you can't just easily have the doctor appearing. you've got to hear the things like what I'm telling you, you have to say it and you've got to hear it, I have to say it and say it and it is part of us we are all open to the doctor the glory, the anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit now look and learn this is the last and important part in 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 chronicles, sorry not Ghanaian chronicles Bible chronicles then <laughs> Solomon assembled all the elders all the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes how many know that when there is unity the glory will flow do you know that when there is division hatred when you are speaking bad things about your pastor spreading all kinds of foolish ideas and stories when the pastors speak against each other when the church elders don't agree with the chief elder there is no glory there can be no glory because even when you call for a meeting, they won't come. So oh, you don't know that they won't come. They will say, I'm not coming. I'm not coming. Go and tell him that I'm not coming. Go and read your Bible. When Moses called for these guys, Eliab or so, they said, we are not coming. Simple. Is he, who is he to make him? He's come to make himself a prince over all of us. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that unity is one of the things. We need to come with one heart, one mind. We need to have love. Love, the love of God must be in us, not the divisions. You see, anybody who causes divisions is being used by the devil. You must know that. If you are causing divisions between friends, divisions between churches, divisions between members, you are being used by Satan. If you don't know, I'm telling you you think that you are just doing something you are being used by demons are sitting on your head they are vomiting things on you or they are urinating on you day by day and you are being used to spread bad stories you are being used to cause hatred and division in the church i'm telling you demons are vomiting on you and you are also receiving it hatred accusations bitterness Many, many people are accused of things that they have not done, and then they react in anger and bitterness. And then it continues in bitterness and hatred and accusations, and lies and slander and unforgiveness, division, betrayal, treachery, disloyalty. It just is the same vomit of demons. And it's on the church, it's on pastors. There are pastors who are being used by demons. They are being used by demons to divide the church into pieces. In fact, some of the pastors are more used by the devil than even ordinary members. As well as being used by God. They are used by the two. You know you can be used by God and by the devil. Yeah. There are people who have dual spirit like Samson. Samson was used by God and as when he finished, he would go and do demonic things. Samson is somebody a good example of someone who had duality. He would be used by the devil a bit, then used by God. Used by the devil, go and meet with a prostitute. After that, he would take the gates with anointing. That's glory. He would just use the doxer and say, hey, come on, anointing. And the anointing would flow. So he was flowing between the two. Peter was someone who was used by Satan and by the Holy Spirit. One moment he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus confirmed and said, man, of all my pastors, you are the one who is... Receiving the inspiration of the Spirit. You are the one who has got the influence of the Holy Spirit. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Three verses after that, Satan took over. And he said, you are not going to die on the cross. And Jesus immediately turned to him and said, Satan, the one who a few verses earlier, he said that flesh and blood has not revealed, but the Holy Ghost is working. A few verses later, he says, Satan, get thee behind me. And that's why sometimes you get confused. You see that it's like the person is being used by the devil and by God. The devil and by God. devil and by God. That's the explanation. Anyway, let's go on. Verse 3. Wherefore all the men of Israel assembled themselves, and they brought the ark of the covenant. Amen. Verse 6. Also King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him, before the are sacrificed sheep Ladies and gentlemen When you make great sacrifices to God God is touched And he releases his glory They made a lot of sacrifices They sacrificed so much God was touched You see, if you want God to come and play with you And you want God to have an intimate relationship with you You know, like, like in marriage You are, you are leaving your, your father and your mother You too must leave your father and mother. I have to sacrifice my father and mother. You must also sacrifice your father and mother. Otherwise, it's not a fair deal. So, for God to come to you, a man, let me tell you something. If you think you are important to God, when you go home today, look for an ant in your house. When you see the ant, that ant is you. You and the ant is like God and you. As God can just, you can just press the ant and the ant is finished without even you go and sleep, you will not think you've committed murder. Not even I mean a moment of not even say, God forgive me, I've hurt somebody, or have you crashed the legs? Did you be taken to hospital. There's no hospital for ants. That is the same thing. So for God to turn himself into a form of a man and come to this world, man. It's like you converting yourself into an ant to go and search for all the ants in your house. Moving through the fridge and other places to save them. And in the end, all the ants come together and kill you and say that we don't like you. So for God to come, you too, you must come. And as you come to God, the sacrifice. That is why people who have sacrificed for the Lord, you often see the glory of the Lord upon their lives and their ministry without the price there is no glory because the price of glory is still the same price what it cost Jesus for the glory is what it's going to cost you to see the glory of God on your life if you don't pay the price I mean that's a cost how do you think it's going to come that's why we never see certain things because we are not prepared to pay for the price of glory do you know when Jesus said he was talking about his death. He said that a seed, unless it falls into the ground and die, abides alone. And he was speaking about his death in John chapter 12. The Bible says suddenly there was a voice from heaven. The glory of the Lord appeared. And a voice came from heaven, confirming and affirming him. You see, when that sacrifice comes... When we come to the Lord, sacrificing... You see, the way these people sacrifice... killing. When you kill your sheep... The sheep you eat, you've come to burn it. (laughs) It's no more of use to you. What would have benefited you? It's no more benefiting you. Because you love the Lord. It makes the glory of God appear. Amen. Verse 11, quickly. And it came to pass... When the priests were come out of the holy place... For all the priests that were present were sanctified. Now verse 12, all the priests were there. Now the Levites, which were the singers, all of them of Asaph, of Heman, of Jeduthun, with their sons and their brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals, psalteries, harps, stood at the east end of the altar, and with them a hundred and twenty priests, sounding with trumpets, and it came to pass as even the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking God when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord saying for he is good and his mercy endure forever that the house was filled with a cloud even the house of the Lord. When music is done the way God wants it to be done Then we will see the glory But when you have people playing instruments Who are not serious All they want to do is to bash and to go home And they are not even, you see the Bible says The instruments and the singers were as one To serve the Lord and to praise Him and to say He is good And that is why we don't have unbelievers And even non-serious Christians i will go to stop some of the instrumentalists from playing. I prefer not to have any instrument than to have somebody who is not a serious person. My aim is to have only pastors playing instruments. That's why I still play instruments, even though I'm a pastor. Because in the Bible, the Levites were the ones playing the instruments. And that's why I would not have just anybody playing instruments. And that's why sometimes you don't have The presence and the glory of God in a certain way because somebody is thinking about how to play the thing in a way so that people will say that he's wild. Another one is trying to bash, Charlie, will they go bash? Another one is saying, Look, if you are not paying me, I'm not coming to play. People are choristers are just backsliding instead of coming to sing for the Lord. Then it's time for miracle where if you wouldn't see them where you want to see them. But if it's a get together on the beach, they will be there. <laughs> oh yeah. And the Bible says that as they came together as one. You see, sometimes, that's why sometimes you look at somebody like Catherine Kuhlman or even Benny Hinn. Benahim travels with his organist, his pianist, and his, his people. I remember when they came to Ghana. I mean, I was on the stage just watching a whole lot of things. I saw all their, the cases which they came out of the plane. They had, the labels were on Swiss Air. Swiss Air, Swiss Air. They brought their own organ. He brought his own everything. And they came to fix them. His own organist. He had two pianists. One playing the piano, one playing the organ all of them, his own singers and to create an atmosphere they teach, they come and they teach the choir beforehand the songs, so that the choir is in the flow Catherine Kumar used to do that and Benahim does that and the anointing that is on Benahim's life today I was talking to one person, was telling me that the man was in the Philippines recently we had one million people in a crusade and you see the anointing flowing because there's unity. The elders all came, not that some came and some didn't come. All of them assembled with one heart, and the Bible says, as they were, as they sang, and they were with one mind and with one accord to praise the Lord and to say, "For the Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever." All of them, the symbols. This is the symbols with one. The symbols are also saying, "For the Lord is good," not just the man who is singing for the lord is good but the cymbals are also saying for the lord is good and the trumpets in the organs are trumpets and other trumpets we have and they're all saying for the lord is good and his mercy but sometimes you see the For the Lord is good, for the Lord is. Even their spirit is not here. They are thinking of something else. And that's why after you finish worshiping and then you call, you want to continue the worship, you realize some of them have gone home. And some will come today and some will not come tomorrow. Different spirit. Totally different spirit. You ask yourself, why don't we see the glory of God? I met one homosexual. He told me he plays in a church. I said really he said I'm I'm, I'm an organist in my church I said wow Uh if the organist of your church is a homosexual I don't know what is going to happen in the church Uh as they were with one accord to worship the Lord you see worship is different from singing singing Oh man. If you are somebody's wife and you just cook for the person, cooking is different from loving. It's one of the things that contributes towards your love. But if all you do is just to cook, man, I said, man. It's just what, so when you say, People are standing and singing. Some of you don't even know the songs. So when there's... For the Lord is good. And you don't even care to ever know the song. You wouldn't even care. But I want you to know that as we flow in worship together. Now when I say worship. You see the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. It says, thou shalt love the Lord with all your might With all your heart With all your soul And with all your might Now when we are worshipping the Lord You see, it's how far you come That is how far God will also come If you just come small you're, 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 even you're, You see, when he say with all your With all your With all your heart Okay, it's a spiritual thing So I am spiritually I'm worshipping the Lord okay then it says with all your soul your soul has to do with your emotions and some of us our emotions when it comes to god zero when we say emotions like your feelings your joy your heart how you feel sad or happy it's like you well uh, you are just some stiff a board. <laughs> Odum oh, lock. You are like some people. I don't want to talk their children around. But you realize that when we come to the Lord and it's, for the Lord is good and His mercy is and even you, your eyes are closed. Your hands are lifted up. You are worshiping. But when they say, everybody lift up your hand. You have to lift up everybody. When they say lift up your hand, you just raise up one hand like that. After a few seconds, you put it down. Your spirit is not in the thing, your heart is not in the thing, your soul is not in the thing. But when they mention soccer, Pelé. <laughs> Anthony what is the man's name? The one? Tony Aboar. And they said, you are arguing when it comes to politics. I tell you, this one is going to stand. This one is the vice president. This is the candidate. No, these people are bad. They've done this. I'm telling you, this has happened. This and that. You have insight and you are arguing. You are shouting. You have feeling. Now your feelings have come. I said, now your feelings have come. But when we came to the house of the Lord and we were worshiping God, the feelings were not there. God, God sees what we do not see. God sees, he sees your, your heart is not in the thing. You are just singing there, waiting for the songs to finish. That's not worship. That's not worship. That is why you find that the, press, the Bible says God inhabits praises. In other words, God lives in the center or in the middle of praises and worship. The church must come back to worship. We like, you see, there's a difference between singing and dancing and worship. You can sing and dance you've never not even praise God for a second. Not even 1 second. Not even half a second. Not even half a second. But if we were to come to the place where these people came where they worshiped the Lord. Man, they are you see that's why we say close your eyes. One of the things you must do when it comes to worship is you must disconnect yourself from what is going on around. If you are conscious of people around you. Man, You're never going to be free. What couples do in their private rooms? You have no idea when you see them sitting together nobly and in a very dignified way. You don't have a vague idea what they do. You don't have an idea. You don't have an idea. But the reason why they suddenly loosen up and the way they behave is because they've cut out everybody. There's nobody as sure. Nobody sees. When you suddenly forget about the people around you and close off. Now it is you and God. And not you, God, and everybody watching you. But you and God. Nobody. Suddenly you begin to lose. And you begin to go to town and to do things that you would not have done. and and that is why that is why we sometimes speak no people should not be walking around because as you walk around you are distracting people as soon as i finish preaching you see some people walking around and as we are trying to get into the worship people are like, excuse me this that eh, this, 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 chale, eh, eh, after church this that and you see people chatting driving away the presence of the spirit of god driving away the presence of the spirit of god that is exactly how we behave and so how can we have the glory of God I mean God is not I mean even me you see there was a time there was a time when you could see that people are just praising people are just singing but in reality their hearts in reality they are not really serving the Lord they are not That's why I feel very nervous when I see people walking around. I don't like it at all. I'm preaching. Somebody's moving. This is happening. People are doing this. People are doing that. It's just distracting. And then everybody's looking around instead of looking at God. But if we can come to the place where we are all looking at the Lord. We forgot about everything around us. We are one. The instrumentalists are spiritual people. Levites. Levites. Playing in one accord unity, the choristers. I would like to have a choir of only pastors. Everybody in the choir is a pastor. Is it possible? Man. I believe that we are going to see glory. Look, anything that is in the Bible Name it. Is it it a cloud? Papa Hagen describes many times that he's seen a cloud coming in, preaching, and you see the cloud coming from the back. It starts to come, and it covers the people. It covers the people until it comes to him. Then it covers him, and then he doesn't know. Then he doesn't know what happens after. Then after that, the cloud lifts, and then he said one time, the cloud got off and he didn't know what to do anymore because he didn't know where he, what he was preaching or whether, what he was saying so he just said shall we pray and, <laughs> and close that's a cloud anything that the glory of God when Paul was struck down the glory of the Lord appeared he struck down and light shone around him the light Papa Hagen was telling about something that happened it was, some people were criticizing a pastor and after they finished criticizing the pastor, uh, the next day he was at the meeting and some people who were not there the day before, like some of you were not here last yesterday, you came today. So some people who were not there the day before were asking, what did they say about that pastor? So they really criticize him. And then he said, yes, this is what they said. Then the guys asked him, what is your opinion? And Papa Egan said, oh, I agree with what they said. I mean, the guy is some way this, that, that. So he finished and went home. He said when he got home, he... He closed his door and he was going to bed and he turned off the light. Dark middle of the night. Total pitch darkness, turn off the light. He said, As he was in the room, suddenly a bright light, he said, as bright as floodlights, daylight, sunlight came into the room. And a voice came out and said, Who art thou that judges another man's servant? God the pastor that he he, he talked about he said, "Who are you to judge another man's servant?" Bright light in the room, <laughs> and the, what? And the voice came again, "Who are thou? Who are you to judge another man's servant?" And then the light went. From that day, he said that from that day till now, he has nothing to say about any pastor, about any man of God that is why when this crisis came up with these other men of God in America you never hear Papa Hagen saying anything never, he has nothing to say, he has no comment he has no contribute nothing because the Lord appeared to him under the glory and showed him man, who are you? you are judging another man's servant, somebody that I have called you don't even know the circumstance under which whatever problem occurred you are speaking Anything? Is it a voice? Is it a light? Is it the glory? Is it the people? The Bible says that they could not stand. All of them were down. When I was in uh, Panama, I was talking with one interpreter. It was a Spanish interpreter for Benahim. He told me, he said, that you see 5,000 people. He said in Ben, He said that for the Holy Ghost. He said that there are times that they will be on the stage. He said that he, he's no more working with Benahim but he said, man, he said, the thing that we've seen, he now has his own church. He said, he said that Benahim can come on the stage and you see that there's something on the stage. He said, it's like a thick something is on the stage like that. It's like some thick cloud in, on the stage. And you see that there's some anointing. Hmm. And he was, he was telling me, ask for the Holy Ghost and Benny they have not seen anything like that. He said that you, he said one day he saw five thousand people fell down. He said that the way they fell down, it was like they cut off all the legs, like that. Everybody, it wasn't like they were going to do. <laughs> you see, and, and, and you find that Benny is very particular about worship. Some of us who are who said maybe we have to bring him again, just even to watch. You see how he was on his instrumentalists, his instrumentalists and his singers and his people, and come on, flow the worship, it, it was so important to have the Holy Spirit and to have the presence of God here. It's very important. How many want the, the glory to come so that we can we swim in it. you know? Man, one day I saw. You know we see we see some of these things. That it's good sometimes to give testimony about other people. I I, I was watching Benihini was praying for someone, and he somebody was just helping him, holding his hand. And as the guy was holding his hand, because there were people around, suddenly electricity entered the guy who was just helping his his bodyguard, and suddenly the guy became paralyzed. And the guy just fell down. Man, you you could see the glory. You see, these things are beautiful. And it's attractive. That is why thousands gather. You can criticize him. Benahin has a lot of enemies. So many enemies that he has employed a full-time lawyer to just fight his cases. Because people are taking him to court so many cases that he has a full-time lawyer to fight his cases. You see, when, when God uses people, people are jealous, hatred, you' be surprised. You just wonder. When I heard that, I was so surprised. You, you full time to just to fight all the different people who are suing you. This was I fell down, this happened to me. These are, this are different things. Who are thou? That judges another man's servant But the time has come for us to experience tangible glory. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, L- let's not take it lightly. and and this is not the last time you are going to hear about this I'm going to talk about it again and again and again and again and I tell you we we are going to see the glory things you see when I was in Colombia you can ask Pastor Richard I thought I was watching a film Uh, the first day when I preached and they started bringing wheelchairs I remember the first lady that came and she lifted her hands like that and I look at the wheel because I prayed in my study many times I said Lord thank you for all the headaches that are healed and the pains and all this I want, I want to see wheelchairs being emptied. I believe that I'll see I said I believe I'll see the paralyzed the dead race this I pray for it as I was standing there and the, the first wheelchair came and the lady was raising up her hand and was walking I said Lord is it happening I'm seeing what I've been praying about it's happening really wow and then another one you know, God was trying to show that it's nothing and they started to come in a stream, like that. And then, the dead also come to say that he was dead and he's alive. I said, wow. What you, you see, what you speak about and you preach about, you'll begin to see it. Because you see, Charles Finney said something. He said, there is no mystery to having the power and the glory of God just as there's no mystery in a farmer reaping a harvest. If you preach about it, You teach about it, you will see it. We are going to see power. Manifestations of the Spirit of the Lord. That's the glory. I say I see the glory. I see the glory falling on you. There are people here called to the ministry. God is saying that man, walk in the glory. Anybody who is interested in worship, God is trying to take you closer to you. Nobody must say you are a pastor without being interested in worship. If you can't even sing, Man, decide to be a singer and all those people who sing, sing proper things. There are some Christians, so when we sing, we don't know what you are singing. Can I be your friend? You don't, don't know what they are saying. Sing a song that we can understand and know that the glory is filling the house. I see the glory of God coming over you right now. Amen. People laugh. Some scream. Some shake. Look at Jeremiah chapter 23. Jeremiah chapter 23. Verse 9. My heart within me is broken because of the prophets all my bones shake I am like a drunken man and like a man whom wine hath overcome why? because of the Lord and because of the words of his holiness hallelujah the man has become like a drunkard because of the Lord are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Yes. My heart is broken within me. My bones shake. I remember one day I was at a convention, and there was a guy who was shaking, and I said, well, "I said, what is happening to you?" I said, "I don't know." I said, "Has anything like this happened?" He said, "Never, never." And that is a common manifestation of the Spirit of God. How many want to experience the glory so that you will not be able to stand? How many are ready to become emotional and let yourself loose in the house of the Lord? How many are dignified diplomats in the house of the Lord who cannot be moved by the Spirit of God? When I said dignified diplomats, you are going to raise your hand. You thought it was a good thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just say thank you, Holy Spirit, for your ministration, for your power, for your glory. Lift up your hands and thank him right now. Thank him right now. Thank him. 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 him. What we have spoken about, we shall see. We shall see the healings. We shall see the miracles. We shall see the glory. We shall see the presence. We shall see the power. We shall see the glory. We shall see it. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Can I have an organist, please? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh hallelujah, Oh hallelujah, Oh hallelujah, Oh hallelujah, Oh hallelujah, sandele. Oh yes, Lord, today we want to worship the Lord. We want to worship the Lord as one. We want to worship the Lord. 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 You want to close your eyes, whether you are standing upstairs or downstairs. You want to forget about who who, who you came to church with. And you want to say, Lord, today I begin my journey to your glory. To your glory. To your glory. To experience your power. To experience your unction, your anointing, your power. Thank you Holy Spirit of God. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. He's coming out of the spirit realm into the physical realm where you are to be a blessing to you. The glory of the Lord is appearing to you today. The healings of the Lord are appearing to you today. The manifestations of the Lord are appearing to you today to your life and to your ministry. Rombe de sigreb de bros tem bragareste. Shendere brevistere gumbreste candambre, stumbre, gendere duste Dele dembenderes su gendele miriku butres amarelo limbru vestere le venegibandale. Hallowed be thy name, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Bendelibru sandalamikete zeshtere. Lumbre ni besende. Jumbre minubrusene. Hallowed be thy name, Lord. Hallowed be thy name, Lord. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name, Lord. Hallowed be thy name, Lord. Oh, t- Mando Forget about everything going on around you Concentrate on the Lord Concentrate on the Lord My sister, my brother Oh yes Oh yes Lord (laughs) Yes, sua amparo, Yes, one peril. Yes, one Suam o, akatay be you ayo. Yeah, yo say yo wo come i any omega I we need a yeah yeah it you yo Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. you, <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew>
0: of a sound mind.